Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, uh, gentle people. I'm Dr. Ellie Victory and uh, flying as solo host today, covering for Drew. Uh, he and Susan are off in uh, Bordeaux drinking some uh, fabulous red wine, no doubt, um, only for its medicinal and antioxidant properties. I'm quite certain. Uh, but uh, I, they, are, they are off on holiday and will be back with us next week. So um, I am flying alone, although joined by one of my favorite people, again, a return guest for this show, uh, Dr. James Thorpe, uh, who most of you know is an obstetrician, gynecologist, a uh, maternal fetal physician uh, with remarkable credentials. And we'll, I'll give more of that before uh, I come back. But we're going to be talking, spending the time today talking about, um, once again, the issues surrounding the mRNA vaccines and specifically their impact, the, the rather profound impact on women and women's health and uh, most specifically on pregnancies and developing uh, babies. Uh, Dr. Thorpe is the perfect person to do that. And then if we have time at the end, we're going to talk a little bit just about um, really the the uh, impact of this entire pandemic and specifically the negativity that's gone on on people's health overall. So um, really excited to have Dr. Thorpe back here with us. Um, if we have time, we're going to take some questions as well. Caleb is going to be feeling that fielding that since um, I am technologically challenged and <laughs> can't figure out that how one would actually answer a call on one of these platforms. This is Kelly Victory 1.0, if you haven't figured that out. So um, I'm lucky if I actually connect to these shows on a weekly basis. So I certainly don't understand the intricacies of uh, all, all the different platforms. But if you'll bear with me, we will have what I have no doubt is going to be a really, really um, intense conversation with Dr. Jim Thorpe, uh, and we'll get into the weeds on the data and what, and, and not just data, you know, we focus all the time on studies. Everyone wants to know what study we're looking at, which, you know, randomized control study we're looking at, what's the data show. And believe me, I'm a, I'm a physician. I count on those things too. And we've spent the better part of this entire pandemic really asking people to look at the veracity of the data that's coming out of scientific journals. But that is not to supplant the, the experience of people who are practicing physicians. What are we seeing in the office? What are people seeing in the hospital? What are people seeing in their own clinics? Those are the people, and I would suggest that it's, some, it's people like Jim Thorpe who are treating on a daily basis pregnant women or women hoping to become pregnant, or, you know, who are seeing things and that 
does not, should not fall by the wayside. It's really just as important or should have just as much weight as what ultimately gets published in the journals because it is very honest, it's very real, it's very timely. And these are the things that I think we should be acting upon. So uh, let's you know get to some business we need to do first. And I will be back shortly with Dr. James Thorpe. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous I'm a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell you think I learned that? I'm just saying, you go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it, I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. There are three steps to great-looking, glowing complexion in the summer. Of course, apply sunscreen, stay hydrated, and use the amazing skincare products from our friends at Genucel. Most retinol creams are not recommended for sunlight, but Genucel's Ultra Retinol uses a powerful plant extract retinol. It's an alternative called Bacuchiol, which helps the skin stay hydrated, smooths out fine lines, without harsh side effects, and it is safe to use outside under your sunscreen. Genucel works so well, you can see the results in this unplanned live moment on our show when the Redness Repair Cream repaired my skin in just minutes right before your eyes. And Susan and I love Genucel so much, we created our affordable bundles at up to 72% off of our favorite products at genucel.com slash drew. And just for the summer, every subscription includes a customized summer spa gift box absolutely free. I know I'm a snob about the products I use on my face. Everybody knows it. Every time I go to the dermatologist's office, they're just rows and rows of different creams. And then when I get to the counter, they're overpriced. All kinds of products that you can all find at genucel.com. See what's in our bundles. Get ready to show off your summertime skin. Go to genucel.com slash Drew. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash D-R-E-W, genucel.com slash Drew. And remember to use the code Drew at checkout for extra savings. I want to share with you a teeth whitening system that goes beyond merely enhancing your smile. Primal Life Organics Real White Teeth Whitening System offers convenience and rapid results without harsh chemicals. Light, blue light for whitening, red light for gum and oral hygiene, and you can just do both if you wish. Works naturally, promoting gum healing, tooth remineralization, gives you a brighter and a healthier smile. Again, no peroxide involved. Consistent usage yields remarkable results. Take this opportunity to transform your smile and at the same time, optimize your oral health. Aim for five times a week for the best outcomes. Discover more about this remarkable teeth whitening system and other products at drdrew.com primal today. That again is drdrew.com P-R-I-M-A-L. Be sure to use that link for 60% off drdrew.com slash P-R-I-M-A-L. Do it today for 60% off. 
All right, welcome. Uh, as I said before, we are being joined today by uh, Dr. James Thorpe. Um, Dr. Thorpe is an obstetrician gynecologist and a maternal fetal uh, medicine specialist for more than 40 years. He received his medical degree from Wayne State University and was serving on the SSM uh, health system in St. Louis, Missouri, up until the point that he was fired from that hospital system and St. Mary's Hospital hospital fundamentally for telling the truth about the COVID-19 mRNA shots and their profoundly negative impact on women and their pregnancies. Um, so he has, uh, I, I, I frankly don't know anyone, I don't think, more passionate than uh, Dr. Thorpe with regard to uh, women, women's health, their pregnancies. He is an, an absolute uh, warrior in defending women and their unborn babies and their newborn babies. Uh, I'm very happy to learn that he has just uh, been asked to join and has joined the wellness company as their chief of maternal and fetal uh, health and uh, will be able to oversee uh, women's health in that, in that new position. So I want to hear all about what he's doing there and uh, as, as well as what, what brought him to that point. So uh, Dr. Thorpe, great Dr. to see Kelly. you. Thanks so much. Great Thanks. You. Thank you so much for having me on your platform again. It's an honor and a privilege. No. I, I appreciate it. You've got so much to share. And before I normally start with the kind of, uh, you know, the, the more data oriented stuff and then move into uh, the softer, the softer items. But I want to actually give you a chance, if you would, for a minute, tell people how it is that you came. You're now at the wellness company. and I'm thrilled that uh, includes other other friends and colleagues uh, of this this program, including you know Peter McCullough and Harvey Reich and some other great scientific minds and truth warriors. But talk a little bit about, you are one of many, unfortunately, people um, who we both know who have had their professional careers upended. Uh, people with incredible uh, pedigrees like yourself, uh, incredibly well-trained, incredible experience, mountains. I, I can't even imagine how many thousands of, of high-risk patients you have seen and treated in your career and how it is that you find yourself with a hospital system deciding that you do not belong there. Sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you for the uh, generous introduction. I, the first thing that I want to tell every citizen of the United States of America, really the globe, um, and, and especially uh, all the patients under my former practice in Missouri and Illinois, who are under the care at SSM Health, Sisters of St. Mary's Health, um, it, based out of St. Louis. And this is an extremely important question. I want all of the patients ask their nurses and doctors at this system one simple question, Dr. Kelly. Doctor or nurse, are you willing to lose your job, to sacrifice your job, to save my life? Yes or no? Yes or no? That's a very, very important question because you're absolutely right. You know, um, the, the, the people of the United States of America, I mean, I hate to say this, but we are in a totalitarian dictatorship. This is not government by the people. It's not government for the people. Um, this is government 
by mob rule. And right. we, uh, it's like a fascist regime. So when, when you have the majority of the country now who is voting with their feet and not taking the vaccine because they know there's a problem with it, listen, that's no mystery. Every, the people of the United States, the majority have spoken. They're not going forward with the vaccination. Right. And yet, what does the fascist government do? The dictators, they come down on the healthcare, the physicians. Just, just in the last month, you have two physicians, both myself and my highly esteemed colleague, um, Dr. Renata Moon, uh, who is mm-hmm. at the uh, University of Washington State School of Medicine. Now, you know, I, I don't want to shame my SSM health. I think it's, you know, it's probably a great healthcare system. And I will say this that um, they treated me like royalty. And I, I'll tell you what, they, they loved me. Um, you know, the CEO called me up. It was on June 29th. It was a Thursday. It was 1.05 p.m. And I, I kind of knew what was coming. So I had an attorney take notes during the entire conversation. And his name was Mr. Kevin Elledge. And, you know, he was a really, really honorable gentleman. And for the first 30 minutes, all he did was honor me, praise me, told me how much I was loved, uh, how much it meant to everybody in the system that I cared for the staff, the patients, uh, lauded me as having um, uh, uh, moral, ethical, uh, intellectual integrity beyond, way above uh, what he would expect and above most practitioners. And then he went on and described me as a model physician for the system. And after 30 minutes, he came on and said, we, you know, we're having, we're going to fire you. He said, terminate you for no cause. Okay. No cause. And, you know, you may work a hundred and, you know, you're, we're invoking the no cause termination because you've been an incredible uh, physician for our system, a model. And um, so you can work another 120 days or, you can take a large amount of money uh, and sign this uh, agreement, uh, non-disparagement agreement. And um, I, I basically honored him and said, you know, Mr. Alger, I really don't need the money. You guys are having difficulties. You keep it. Felt very, very pressured by him to take the money. And three times I said, no, you, you keep your money. And then um, Seven minutes after he hung up the phone, after he told me I could work for 120 days and I was a terrific physician, sent an email out to the entire system stating that I was immediately terminated, no longer doing clinical responsibilities, suggesting that I was a horrible person and I did something wrong. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, I don't, that's fine. Um, You know, I'll let all the suit coats and the attorneys figure that out. I I don't really care about it. I got much, I got patients to take care of and much bigger fish to fry than SSM health. But the point that I'm making with SSM health is that really they, I, I believe that what really happened, that they love me. I was uh, told by many, I was the number one producer by far and away in the department. Um, so why would you Tucker Carlsonize me if I was the number one producer by far and away? I've seen 27,500 high risk OB patients just in the last four and a half years, way beyond what anybody else has done. I published more than anybody else in the department, probably more than most of the department combined. So
so um, they they did honor me and they tried to do it in a way that honored me, but I, I don't think it was their decision. I think a third party came in, um, you know, from from DC or one of the boards and said, look, it, he's violating, he's spreading misinformation. If you want to continue to get your monies, you need to terminate him. And, and that's what they did. So, you know, they're between a rock and a hard place. They could have done um, much worse. They could, like most hospitals do, they drum up false charges like they did with Dr. Rennie Moon. And then they execute her, terminate her, fire her for cause. Um, they didn't do that to me. So, you know, they honored me. So I'm grateful for that. But more importantly, well, um, as you say, you are very you are very gracious in the way that you have handled this and you are very gracious in uh, letting them off the hook. There's no question. I agree with you that they are folding to third party pressure and we are seeing this all around the country. The, the thing that is I think people need to understand, um, Jim, is that just like we have uh, as AB 2098 out here in California, this the law that was passed by uh, Newsom that fundamentally criminalizes a physician speaking against the narrative, if you say anything against the narrative. So while that is horrific for physicians and what you, what you have gone through is so unjust, so unfair, it's such an egregious affront to everything you have done. And as bad as that is though, from the patient's perspective, this should be terrifying because you need to ask yourself, think about the physicians who didn't get fired. Are they saying and doing what they are saying and doing because they honestly believe it's the right thing or because they don't want to be Dr. James Thorpe? Are they saying and doing it because they believe it's what the literature shows them or it's because they don't want to be Dr. Renata Moon? Is it because they don't want to be in your shoes that they are doing and saying what they're doing for their patients? And this should be terrifying to people because if you can't trust that your physician, and God bless you for standing up for what is right, people can trust you. And no matter what, every patient who you treated will know that what you told them, whatever it was, whatever the outcome, was because you honestly believed it was the right thing to do. You had their best interest in mind, not your best interest in mind. And I think that that is critically important. I think I cut you off when you were making a final point. So go ahead. No, I, I made my point. I, I just wanted to say that, you know, I, as a former uh, United States Air Force officer, and as obviously sworn allegiance uh, to uphold the Constitution, uh, which includes freedom of speech, by the way, um, and, and also to uphold my Hippocratic oath to my patients, first do no harm, and also give informed consent. You know, the Nuremberg mm -hmm. Code has very, very specific 10 guidelines for informed consent. They're all violated. They're all violated mm -hmm. by all the hospitals. You can't give informed consent when nobody is allowed to even investigate by federal law right. what's in those vials. Right. No, really important point. And, you know, when we come back after the, the break, I want to talk about actually some of the things you're seeing and the data and those sorts of things. But I want to talk also another thing that I think people, we, we frequently talk about the first do no harm and informed consent. But many people, including the average physician, tragically, who's any you know, who's younger than we are, um, doesn't know the, the four pillars of medicine, autonomy, beneficence, 
non-maleficence, and justice. People don't know of those. We swore an oath to those pillars. And it, autonomy, which is tied hand in hand with informed consent, is the first of those pillars. And you're absolutely right. The idea, we have an entire country full of people who took these injections, who did not get informed consent. That is a fact. If you ask any of them, whether they were given options, all the things that are required for informed consent, which includes what are my options? What is the likelihood of the outcome if I don't take this? You know, what's in this injection? What is the risk from this? All of those things. How is it that all of medicine somehow turned a blind eye to the fundamental concept of autonomy and informed consent? There's a very simple answer to that, uh, Dr. Victory, and that's called a $13 billion bribe from our government in early 2021. And that bribe was uh, designed by none other than uh, Assistant Deputy Secretary Mark Weber of the Department, United States Department of Health and Human Services, who after he knew and the CDC knew and the FDA knew and the HHS knew that the Pfizer rollout data of 10 weeks, it was the deadliest drug ever rolled out in the history of humanity. That's fact. I've been stating that for two years. Nobody can debate that. It's, it's published. I've published it many times. What did they do? They tried to bury that, Dr. Victory, for 75 years. They turned around and gave $13 billion of our taxpayer money to bribe over 300 influencing organizations and individuals to bribe them with a contract that if they signed it, they were not allowed to deviate from the narrative, from the deathly narrative. And uh, Maggie and my wife have a FOIA uh, that have proved that the American College of OBGYN entered as a founding member of the COVID-19 community court, they signed that agreement for over $11 million, probably much more. Uh, we have 1,400 pages, if you, if you can believe that, 50% of which were redacted. 400 pages uh, of the government capturing the American College of OBGYN. And I call that, um, you know, I'm a, a student of the Bible and I'm a student of eschatology. What immediately the Holy Spirit brought into my head was, Isaiah, which is all the major prophet of uh, 2,000 years ago, mm -hmm. 2,500 years ago, and uh, ch uh, chapter 28, verses 15 through 18, where it talks about, in the end time, the covenant with death. That's what I've called this contract, the covenant with death. And that's why these organizations still, to this very day, are pushing it as safe, effective, and necessary in the most vulnerable population of the world, my pregnant patients, Preborns and newborns get it too by proxy of vertical transmission. Dr. Thorpe, clarify for me because I'm is this 13 billion that you're talking about, is that separate and independent from monies that went through the CARES Act that were paid to to hospital yes. systems? Or is this part yeah. that's separate from them? Okay. Separate. Because so you're people, getting if, yeah, if people don't know, you know, the CARES Act, which was set aside by President Trump, fundamentally to to help doctors and hospitals during this pandemic, ended up 
incentivizing or rewarding people for putting the diagnosis of COVID on admissions. Part of the reason why we have everybody and their brother was admitted supposedly with COVID, even if it was actually a gunshot wound to the chest or a diabetic you know, uh, insult or a heart attack or whatever else, if they put COVID on the admission and the admitting diagnosis, they got a certain amount of money. And if they put COVID on the death certificate, they got, and these are huge sums of money. It was, it was almost $40,000 per patient if the hospital was willing to say it was a COVID death. So the incentives were enormous. But the, so this $13 billion you're talking about is in addition to the bribes and incentives that went through the CARES Act. And, wow. and Maggie and I have published this. This is, in fact, I, uh, for those of you, I just started a new Substack. Just uh, Google uh, Thorpe Substack. And the first five-part series is called The Covenant of Death, part one, part two, part three, wow. part four, and part five. Part one was published a couple of days ago. Read it. It'll blow your mind. It exposes everything. Wow. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here for some uh, commercials, and then we'll come back and start talking about actually what you're seeing in your clinical experience. A lot of you have been asking for more information about how to counter the adverse effects of the spike protein from COVID infections and the COVID vaccine. The spike protein is not your friend. Let's just say that. So I'm glad we have the wellness company Spike Support Formula as a sponsor, especially since renowned internist and cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough, who's also chief scientific officer of the wellness company, is one of its champions. There's some very intriguing research around natokinase, which might be a way to take on the spike protein. Listen to this. So start, if you would, with talking about natokinase, how you got to that and where you see its application. So with the viral infection or the vaccines, the spike protein stays within the body and it's found in the heart, the brain, the vital organs, and it's causing problems. The Japanese have been using this for heart and vascular disease now for 20 years. It's safe. It is a form of a mild blood thinner that it dissolves the spike protein nearly completely. Spike support formula is the only product on the market containing natokinase, dandelion root, and a host of other antioxidants all showing promise in helping you protect yourself and your family. To order this unique, specially formulated supplement, go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is drdrew.com slash TWC. Use code Drew at checkout for 10% off today. President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home, quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is, there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, political and economic upheaval, dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-shelter retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just visit birchgold.com slash Drew for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. I do not give financial advice, and previous performance is no guarantee of future performance. Visit birchgold.com slash Drew to get your free info kit on gold. 
That is B-I-R-C-H-G-O-L-D dot com slash D-R-E-W. I suspect you've seen Susan and I gushing over Paleo Valley products. We love the taste and how well they fit into a paleo-based nutrition regimen. They're delicious and we use them for travel all the time. But there is more. We are huge fans as well of Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein. It comes in three flavors, unflavored, vanilla and chocolate. It's a powder you can add to really anything. We add it to coffee literally every day. Smoothies, baked dishes, or just hot water dissolves really easily. The bone broth protein is made with 100% grass-fed and finished bones that are free from pesticides or antibiotics and are slow simmered to extract as much collagen as possible. As we age, collagen breaks down. That's what wrinkles are. And research shows that there are significant benefits to adding a collagen source in your diet. I don't think it's too much to say it's changed our lives and susan is now reporting that after drinking the bone broth for a few weeks her hair is stronger and longer and nails are stronger too try it for yourself you can order at drdrew.com slash paleo valley and use dr drew at checkout to save an additional 15 percent some platforms have banned the discussion of controversial topics if this episode ends here the rest of the show is available at drdrew.tv There's nothing in medicine that doesn't boil down to a risk-benefit calculation. It is the mandate of public health to consider the impact of any particular mitigation scheme on the entire population. This is uncharted territory, Drew. Hey, for those of you who may just be uh, jumping in here, we're joined today by uh, Dr. James Thorpe, who is a uh, OBGYN and maternal fetal health expert. And we're going to start talking now about, um, if you would, some of the things you, I said in my open. Uh, obviously, we rely very heavily on the on the data, on scientific studies, on what's in the journals. Um, but I really want to talk for a minute about what you are seeing. You gave a unbelievable statistic. You've seen 27,500 high pregnancies over a period of, of the last four or five years, which is remarkable. So we're talking about numbers that really eclipse, frankly, any study that anyone's going to, to have published. You yourself have seen and laid hands on a re remarkable number of, of people. So we're now about uh, two and a half years uh, into this uh, vaccine, quote unquote, I use that term loosely, this mRNA shot debacle, and that is what I consider it. And so I'd like you to spend a little bit of time talking about what you have seen, and I assume you also speak with colleagues who are in the business as well, the impact you're seeing on what you, that you believe may be attributable to these shots from, you know, on pregnant women, on their pregnancies, on their fertility. Yes, thank you, Dr. Victory. So yeah, there's no question that I seen devastating effects that really I did not see in 2020. I didn't see these until after the rollout of the vaccine in 2021. Um, and let's start with, with menstrual irregularities. And we published extensively on this, Tiffany Prado, uh, uh, Dr. Brian Hooker, and, and many others with the uh, CHD network. Um, and we published that last year. Uh, just devastating severe menstrual abnormalities, um, also substantial increases in infertility, both male and female infertility. And in the pregnant women, just devastating complications. And this should surprise nobody, Dr. Kelly, because we know, I've known for 
for 40 years. Dr. Roberto Romero, one of the stalwarts maternal fetal medicine in world history, he's 10 years further along than I am, uh, but he established his whole career documenting the devastating effects of inflammation in pregnancy. So we should have known this, this alleged vaccine, uh, this uh, gene therapy masqueraded as a fake vaccine is the most inflammatory substance known to man. I've stated that for two years. Nobody has debated me with it. Every woman that's got that shot knows that. Every man that's got that shot knows that. What does it do in pregnancy? It kills pregnancy. That's what Dr. Romero's studies show. That's what I've seen in clinical practice. I've seen a devastating increase in, in miscarriages. I've seen increase in fetal malformations. I think an increase in chromosomal abnormalities. I've seen a substantial increase in fetal death, severe early onset preeclampsia, preterm premature rupture of membranes, spontaneous preterm labor, indicated preterm delivery uh, by the physicians having to deliver a baby uh, for fear of demise uh, for complications related to the vaccine. Um, significant increase in fetal growth restriction, uh, fetal cardiac arrhythmias, fetal cardiac death, fetal cardiac arrest, placental clots, all types of devastating, um, remarkable features of uh, abnormal placentation, and definitely increasing the risk of preterm delivery and also increasing the risk of the newborn going to the neonatal intensive care unit. The, the NICUs have been overflowing since the vaccine started. And, and if that weren't bad enough, a neonatal death as a result of uh, prematurity and other complications for the vaccine. And that's just for starters. Now, I wanna tell your readers out there, uh, the entire, what I call now MMIC, the military medical industrial complex is totally captured all the journals. Throw away your journals, use them for toilet paper. They're worthless. And I can prove that to you. You know, just this past month, uh, Dr. McCulloch and many others published the definitive report in The Lancet documenting uh, vaccine-induced death by autopsy in 325 patients. 73% uh, of those were proven to be caused by the vaccine within two weeks. That was accepted. It was peer-reviewed, and El Sevier and Lancet immediately removed it. Listen, uh, Kelly, uh, Dr. Kelly, Retraction Rock has totally documented over 300 articles like that removed. You, and, and you, we should have believed Dr. Marsha Engel 20 years ago, the former editor-in-chief of the New England Journal of Medicine, when she said, I'm resigning. The New England Journal of Medicine and all of the other medical journals are corrupt. Throw them away. Uh, an article just published uh, this week, two days ago, Rimmer and colleagues published an article, a meta-analysis in which they claim that 25 studies show that there's no increased risk of uh, spontaneous abortion or miscarriage related to the vaccine. It's total, utter hogwash. And um, we have a letter to the editor in there because they didn't publish our peer-reviewed uh, study, which was published in March in a uh, preeminent uh, peer-reviewed medical journal, the Journal of the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons. They didn't even include that. This was a massive study. We showed massive danger signals. Nobody cites that study because it's true. 
You cannot believe any of these journals. They're all captured and owned by pharmaceutical. Uh, and you know, the two major studies which were 2000, uh, I'm sorry, 2020 in the spring was a Lancet article first authored by Mandeep Mera, Harvard cardiologist that uh, uh, fraudulently completely made up uh, a meta-analysis of hydroxychloroquine impugning it. Um, everybody that read that study, including myself, knew it was fraudulent. It was probably ghostwritten by Pfizer and then handed to Mandeep Manny uh, Mera to publish. It was published in The Lancet. We knew it was BS. We called them out on it. And guess what? They retracted it. It was not fabricated. It was completely made up. This is a preeminent medical journal in the world. And then one year later, the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm going to call out the name, uh, Eric Rubin, who is the editor-in-chief, is so corrupt uh, and so unethical and so immoral, uh, just flush that uh, uh, journal down the toilet. None of these journals are, are responsible. They're all corrupted. They all have major entanglements with pharmaceutical companies. What did he do? Okay, editor-in-chief published the lead author pushing the vaccine in pregnancy in, in um, May or June of 2021 as being safe, effective, and necessary in pregnant women. And he knew it was a lie. He fabricated the numbers. All 21 authors were federal employees. And the lead author, Tommy T. Shimabakuro, who should be indicted and under criminal investigation, manipulated the data and uh, switched the, converted the, by underhanded dealings, switched 700 patients who got their vaccine in the third trimester, fraudulently shifted them in the first trimester, which thus reduced the miscarriage rate from 82% to 30, 13%. I've published that multiple times and peer reviewed that can never be redone. So these two journals are responsible for killing and injuring millions of my patients, killing and injuring millions of patients globally with the false narrative that the vaccine is safe, effective, and necessary in pregnancy. You know, I, I'll tell you, I I agree with you wholeheartedly, and Drew and I talk a lot about the uh, overwhelming impact and the ramifications of the capture of these journals. Uh, I've spoken at length on this show with Bobby Kennedy Jr. about that. Uh, he made an interesting statement that uh, if he were elected president, he would haul all of the editors of the major medical journals in and essentially make it a RICO issue and say, if you do not rid the conflict of interest, this is racketeering by any other name, um, everybody really in medicine, and unfortunately I fear that young physicians do not understand that the medical journals are fundamentally the marketing arm of the pharmaceutical companies. That's all they are. There isn't anything in there that you can rely on at this point. And that's a very, very scary thing. I want to go back for a minute, though. You started by talking about inflammation and the fact that these shots are the most inflammatory substance we know. And I have said many, many, many times that we are having an epidemic right now of the itises whatever it is, tinnitus, myocarditis, pericarditis, neuritis. And if people don't know, you know, itis at the end of a word is the fancy medical, you know, uh, suffix meaning inflammation. These are inflammatory processes that are happening as a result 
of the mRNA and the lipid nanoparticle complex. It's the lipid nanoparticles are also toxic by themselves, but the spike proteins that are produced because of the mRNA are highly, highly inflammatory. And that is not good for pregnancies for all the reasons you have, you have just elucidated all the things you're seeing. Dr. Ryan Cole, actually showed us some slides in the past of the impact. Talk just about what you are seeing in terms of placental abnormalities. It's everything, as I understand, from small, that they are small for gestational age to issues with clots, to issues with perhaps an autoimmune attack on the developing placenta. So talk a little bit just about the impact on the placenta. The impact on the placenta is devastating. And, um, you know, I, I was happy to see with my, um, with my Substack number two um, that was published, uh, might have been the first or the second one, but there was an, uh, I don't know the, the lady or gentleman's name, but it was MFM sonographer with about 35 years of experience in the industry. I'm not sure where she practices, but she wrote in and look what she wrote down. She wrote down everything, all the findings that she's seen that I've alluded to. Um, as you know, inflammation ultimately results in cell death and calcification. We've seen such advanced, aggressive calcifications in the placenta that I've never seen before. Um, now, placentas normally will calcify as they have um, programmed cell life and cell death, so they become senescent. Um, later on in pregnancy, but these far beyond that. So we're seeing massive amounts of, of really bizarre, heavy calcifications after the vaccine. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy to report and saddened that I'm still seeing those in pregnancies 18 months after the shot in subsequent wow. pregnancies. Very concerning to me. Um, and and um, so the other things that I'm seeing are placental infarcts, a marked increase. I'm seeing another finding that we call placental lacunae and also placental lakes with very, very atypical abnormal appearances. And I have many pictures of them. There's a, a concern that I raised early, early on uh, in before the vaccines were actually rolled out that's my understanding that there's a protein on the outside of the COVID spike that is very, very similar to a protein on the placental that's required for placental formation and development. And my concern mm -hmm. when I learned about this very early was that, well, if you develop antibodies to the spike protein, um, what is the chance that those antibodies will also uh, misinterpret or misidentify that same I you know, similar protein on the placenta, and those antibodies would attack the placenta. And that's what we mean when we say in lay terms, autoimmune, meaning your immune system is attacking tissues that it shouldn't, tissues that are actually self. Uh, antibodies are supposed to recognize tissues that are not self, but if it gets confused, they may attack the placenta instead. Do you think that that ended up playing a role that there that there's an autoimmune uh, component to this? It's, it's very likely. I followed the Sincitin story for a long time, yes. and Sincitin is exactly the protein that you're talking about. And yes, um, it is actually coded for um, and part of the domain of the spike protein. 
Um, and, and that's possible. And, and that would go along with a severe increase in very abnormal postpartum hemorrhages that we've seen mm-hmm. that appear mm-hmm. that it's not um, able to be uh, remedied by our usual procedures. Even uh, massive amounts, everybody has seen that, uh, every obstetrician. So I, I think that's of concern, you know, and that would go a, a generation beyond what the corrupt uh, pharmaceutical industry sterilized all the children with, with the Tdap in Africa. You know, in Africa, yeah. what they did was they used an autoimmune reaction by uh, covalently bonding HCG, human chorionic gonadotropin, the important pregnancy hormone. And so the patients would have an autoimmune reaction towards HCG. They were devastated. They were infertile. This could be exactly what you're talking about, except it a further generation. Now we're having mRNA coding for uh, syncytin-like protein that mm-hmm. is transcribed and translated and shed into the body. Yes, it's very possible. It's speculation, but there's something yeah. that is really devastating. One of our current studies that's, I think, that will be published soon is from the My Cycle Story, uh, Tiffany Parato, uh, you know, uh, Brian Hooker, and uh, many others uh, in that group. And that's going to be published very shortly. And that is a devastating study that I believe is will be the study which will essentially prove shedding phenomena. And, you know, getting back to the wellness company mm-hmm. and this spike um, support that they have that Dr. Mm-hmm. I saw Dr. McCullough and you uh, talked about, extraordinarily important, extraordinarily important. We now know from this study that the 90% of the women that had severe menstrual abnormalities in our cohort didn't get the vaccine. Uh, they didn't start having menstrual abnormalities until they came in close contact of somebody recently vaccinated. So it's very, very concerning. And my concern is that this spike protein, this bioweapon, it's being shed. And I'm worried that if it can have adverse effects on non-pregnant women, what's it going to do? Is it going to cause miscarriages, cause fetal death, cause fetal problems, cause pregnancy problems, cause newborn problems? It very well could. So I, I do, I, I think that is an incredible product. Uh, at the wellness company, listen, we're, we're prescribing natural remedies and this spike support, as you and Dr. McCullough, that is very carefully vetted and there's ample studies documenting how effective it is. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7, a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> he came right. 
Well, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis versicolor mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's non-addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com, P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, petclub247. Now, there's one important point that I want to make about spike support. I'm very conservative in pregnancy. I The natokinase, I'm, I'm not quite comfortable with using that in pregnancy. So I think it's fine. If you get pregnant on it, I think it's fine. I would just hold off while you're pregnant until I can obtain more reassuring data. I know they've used it for 20 years in Japan, but you know I'd rather have uh, both a belt and suspenders on uh, before I use anything in pregnancy. Um, the, well, the you other- are... I was going to say you 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 are you're a mind reader, Doctor Thorpe, because I was going to ask you about that. Just I want to make sure that people know that little clip where I was talking with Doctor McCullough about the natokinase. That is one component of the spike support, and uh, natto is a is a product that comes from fermented soybeans, as you just intimated. It's been used by the Japanese for centuries. It is, however, a mild blood thinner, uh, and therefore I suspect that that may be part of your your concern about using it in pregnancy, that it does have a, a blood thinning component. The other things that are also in the spike support, if I understand, uh, bromelain, which is an enzyme that comes uh, from the uh, pineapple plant, uh, and and nano curcumin, um, which is most people think about curcumin as a as from a spice family, but again has anti-inflammatory uh, properties to it. So two of the things are enzymes that can break down the spike, and one of them is an anti-inflammatory. Um, but I think we've been asked uh, on the live stream questions about whether or not you can take it during pregnancy. So I appreciate you clearing that up. You're saying that's something that you wouldn't feel comfortable at this juncture, recommending that people actively pregnant uh, should use that. Yeah, I'd prefer not. And, and Dr. McCulloch agrees with me. Listen, we, we're, um, j- j- we're doing our due diligence with uh, vetting and clinically studying these. Um, we're not pushing something just because it's natural. And, and you really can't push something just because it's natural. You, there's a lot of natural toxins and poisons. I, I, can tell you, I can tell you a lot of stories about those. So we don't take that for granted. But I'll tell you, the other, the wellness company, the other thing that, that they just rolled out that I feel very strongly about, and you know, I've been doing this since 1995, always stocking up. I did this year before Y2K, go straight to the pharmacy and stock up on massive amounts of important drugs. I've been doing that for 20 years. And trust me, even before the pandemic, uh, it really saved a lot of my patients and family members because when they need the drugs, they can't get them. So now at the wellness company, we're often offering a all of the important drugs, and you can sign up and you can get that prescribed. And it, it is actually much better than what I did because I'd buy in bulk, but I would only get three or four. This is like six or seven different very important medications that can be life saving to you. And uh, you know, it's an incredible deal. I can tell you, uh, it's uh, I, I think that it's two hundred and fifty dollars for members and. 
you know, $299 for non-members at the wellness uh, company. But uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to order at least half a dozen of those because it's very, very important. We've seen all the threats from the uh, establishment suggesting that there's not going to be drug availability in the not too distant future. So, so look, look at that and protect yourselves. Um, we haven't rolled out a, a nebulizing pack yet, but I'm going to push that because I've saved many lives using a nebulizer protocols with dilute hydrogen peroxide solutions. It's a lifesaver. Um, and, and it's, again, very cheap. Every household should have one. They tell us, they're threatening us that there's another pandemic coming. Be prepared. No, I think those are wise words. Um, I want to go back for one second. You, made, you mentioned briefly male infertility, something that we really, I don't think, have focused on uh, much. Everyone, many people have focused on, and I certainly highlight the issues relating to women's health. But talk a little bit about male infertility and what we know about the impact, um, what the studies have shown so far about impact to males from the mRNA uh, shots with regards to reproductive uh, health. Sure. Um, no surprise. Listen, the, uh, the lipid nanoparticles, uh, of which there's literally billions of, um, they don't stay in your arm. They go all over your body and they're highly inflammatory and they're concentrated not only in the ovaries, but in the testes. And, you know, Arne Berkey, before he died, untimely death earlier this year, he published a case of a, a young 28-year-old male who'd fathered uh, a couple of children, um, died in two weeks after the vaccine, zero sperm count. His testes were wow. wiped out with a disease. And so I can tell you from the American College, American Board of OBGYN, uh, OBGYNs are the most captured physicians other than pediatricians. We're the worst. Pediatricians and obstetricians were captured. And there's a reason for that, which, which I'd like to get into, but um, after I make this point, and that is that, that the, um, the, the infertility docs from all over the country, nobody's breathing this out because they're cash only. They're laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, they are seeing massive increases in fertility. IVF rates are way down. I have, a, uh, I have several what I call Trojan horses around this country and around the world that work in the IVF labs. There's devastating losses of the embryos in day four, day five. They're dead. They're gone. So, uh, and again, this is a big moneymaker for the infertility docs. So, you know, they don't want to rock the horse, but that's what's going on. When I, there's two reasons why my patients, my women are targeted. And this is outrageous. This goes back to Deputy Secretary uh, Mark Weber of HHS. It's a marketing strategy. Why were my women targeted? Why was the American College of OBGYN uh, put in the position of signing the covenant with death? Why? To this very day. The reason is, number one, women make all the healthcare decisions. We've known that for eons. So it's a classic marketing strategy. And number two is if you can spend $13 billion to prove uh, or to uh, send out your psyops uh, to, to suggest that it's safe, effective, and necessary in pregnancy, the most vulnerable population, you've won the game. Because if, if it's safe, effective, and necessary in pregnant women, the most vulnerable population, 
every other human being on planet Earth should get it. That's why they went after my women. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it's it's interesting because when you look, less people think that this is something that only you are seeing and that you are focused on, Dr. Thorpe. What you are seeing with regard to impact on female fertility has been replicated around the globe in those areas that are heavily vaccinated. Um, so we have seen really devastating decreases in birth rates in every Western European country. In fact, frankly, most of the world, with the exception of Sub-Saharan Africa, which has been largely unvaccinated for COVID, we have seen decreases. I believe that in Western Europe, they were down somewhere between six and 9% in most countries. Some places uh, like Taiwan is down something like 23%, which is a devastating decrease in, in birth rate. Uh, and I think in the United States, we're, we're somewhere around 7% decreased. And this is not what you would expect, by the way. Uh, normally, when, when people are locked at home, unable to travel, unable to go to work, uh, unable to go out, out, you would expect birth rates to go up, uh, you know, um, and that is not what we've seen. So, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but but birth rates around the globe, uh, as I said, are are down. Uh, and I think that and, and not just down and, and it's 10 percent doesn't sound like much or 7 percent, but that's a lot. That's uh, that's approaching two to three standard deviation. And two to three standard deviation, you know, just for your viewers, if you, you think about the bell-shaped curve and right down the middle is 50%. Um, when, when we look at comparison, um, we're looking at the comparison of where on that tail, like two standard deviations is going to be at uh, 90, encompass 97.5% of the patients. Three standard deviations is going to encompass 99.7% mm -hmm. of the patients. So that's where we compare a trend with, uh, and, and when you start going out to three and four and 10 and 20 standard deviations, these are Holocaust-like events. Um, and mm -hmm. these are, you know, standard deviation is devastating. Two standard deviation is devastating. I want to, and now I want to, the clock's winding down, so I want to change gears a little bit to something, talk about when, you know, you are focused not just on women's pregnancies, but on their overall health and wellness and their ability to get pregnant, their ability to carry those pregnancies. Uh, and so, you know, I'm sure that you do all the basics of coaching people about not smoking and drinking in moderation and exercise and those sorts of things. I want to talk a little mm -hmm. bit about the concept of stress and the impact of stress specifically on overall health and on pregnancy. Um, we have been living in a time, I think, of uh, overwhelming negativity. We are living in a time that I, I think for many of us, certainly you and I have been living in the, we, we are in the, in the fire of it, uh, living on a daily basis. Uh, and I am going to, you know, take the opportunity to share very briefly um, my own situation, which is that, um, as you know, as a friend and colleague and fellow believer, that I have just learned as of Saturday that I have uh, breast cancer and um, starting down uh, my own personal journey as a, as a patient. Um, and when I look at my own risk factors for that, you know, why, why would I develop breast cancer? 
because my, when you look at the risk factors, I'm not a smoker, never have been. I drink in moderation. I work out like a fiend. I control my weight. I eat a very healthy diet. I don't eat processed meats. And the thing that for me jumps off the page of risk factors is chronic stress. And, uh, and I really have done some, you know, in the brief period I've had to get my arms around this diagnosis, um, have really done a, a dive, as I've shared with you, Dr. Thorpe, in terms of, you know, why are we living in this, this era of negativity and just this shroud of constant, um, you know, wow, the world just seems to be on fire. Everything's turned upside down, you know, all of this transgenderism and, and the tyranny that we've been living under and the fear, the constant fear. And I talk to people a lot about how toxic fear is, but I suspect, frankly, that I'm paying the price myself for having put myself, you know, in that and uh, trying to figure out how to, how to manage it. So talk a little bit about when you coach your patients, because fertility or infertility, uh, as it were, it is, is a multifaceted. It isn't just about, um, you know, the sperm and the egg. It, it's about the overall health of, of women and, and their partners. Do you have words to them with regard to their lifestyles overall and where they find peace? Yeah, I I think that um, you know Maggie and I have talked. My wife Maggie and I have talked a lot about that. We're we're focusing on you know spending time with each other and our Creator. You know your Creator for for you and I. Um, that's Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, Father God. Um, the Trinity and and connect with our Creator. Um, center and and center your thoughts. Meditate on the promises that He's given us. You know, in the Bible, there's over three hundred. There's three hundred and sixty five times exactly where the where the Bible tells you it doesn't. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Mm-hmm. Jesus Himself said it so many times. And so we need to we need to focus in on that, and we need to live in the present. Put the past behind. Put the future behind. Live today. Enjoy the relationships that you have. Enjoy the incredible blessings that your Creator, our Creator, has given us today. Stress is a killer. Stress is an inflammatory. Uh, causes an inflammatory response. Inflammation kills. Stress is very dangerous. Chronic stress is very dangerous. And I know that, you know, having a 17-segment back fusion, I can tell you, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in chronic pain, but I, I, I stay away from everything that you've talked about. But when I get anxious, my pain levels just shoot up to eight. Yeah. And, and the only way I can get rid of that is by centering myself, laying down and focusing. Um, I, I, I don't take narcotics. I, I try to take as little Motrin and Tylenol as possible. You know, and I, I use naturopathic therapies, um, energetics that, that are effective. And I center myself and I can control my pain levels in that way. But more importantly, we should live every day like that. And listen, I'm when I'm not pointing at anybody and, and I'm pointing four fingers at myself because, you know, I, I think that, you know, I'm a center like everybody else. But 
one of the sins that I'm afflicted with uh, recurrently my whole life is, is stress and anxiety and fear. And, and I've learned to control that. And I, it's a daily battle for me. Listen, you know, being fired and, and losing all these relationships of these yeah. people and, and even administrators that I love up there, you know, uh, and just losing that and, you know, financial instability. And, you know, it's, it's very, very stressful. But, you know, what did Jesus tell us? You know, don't worry. You know, I've overcome the world. Do not fear. Be of good spirit. And I think, yeah. And I think, and I think it's so important. I think we really, as physicians, need to, we focus so much on the treatments. We focus so much on on everything else, uh, and for some reason, the psychological component that that stress component we don't. And you know, here I am. I'm I'm absolutely you know a you know exhibit A because we do these shows. We focus so much on the problems. Oh my gosh, that you know, look at all these horrible things that are happening to people and trying to educate people. You and I are co-authoring a book uh, right now on these toxic shots, um, and so we spend our our lives you know immersed in the data which is so negative and talking to our colleagues who are sharing their negative data with us and and you know social media as much as i participate in it uh which you know is only on very limited but even that there's a toxicity to it there's an anger and a hostility and I think uh, I guess my my words to myself and my words to uh, to anybody who's listening to me is that um, pay heed because it it is toxic and it's just as toxic as a cigarette. It's just as toxic as uh, is eating a lousy diet. It's just as toxic as failing to exercise on a daily basis or allowing yourself to get your weight to get out of control. Uh, take it just as seriously. So um, I am on a, as I said, on a new journey um, and hopefully um, we'll, we'll, you know, be able to come with a positive outcome. Um, but uh, pay I, heed. I want to speak out some powerful words here because the spoken word spoken into the spirit is manifest in the physical. And first of all, there's no, there's no blame. You've done nothing wrong. This isn't, you know, because you did something or, you know, there's nothing. It is what it is. We move forward, but you're going to be healed. And you're going to get through this. And we're going to celebrate together when you get. And I'm already, as we've talked earlier this week, um, praying for you every day. And, and I'm already thanking God for curing you, as it well, thank uh, you. illustrates in Mark chapter 11, verses 22 to 24. He's got thank your you. back. And thank He's got you. Your and thank you, as always, for being here and for sharing your wisdom with uh, with our viewers. It's so important. Uh, you are, as I said, a warrior for women's health, for their pregnancies, their unborn babies, and their newborn babies. And uh, God bless you, and, and good luck at the, the wellness company. Really excited about that. And I hope you'll come back again soon. I will. So thank uh, you. Be blessed. 
Thank you. Uh, Caleb, we've got, uh, can we put up our, I, I don't know if you have the lineup for what's coming next. I know that next, that uh, Drew and Susan, I think, come back on the 8th. So they will undoubtedly be um, <laughs> raring to go on the 9th. We've got David Martin, uh, really should be a great show on the 9th. Uh, he gave some riveting testimony in front of the uh, the EU parliament with regard to just uh, the amount of fraud that went on with regard to the the entire pandemic, not focusing just on the vaccines, but on the entire pandemic. Uh, and then you can see the rest of the lineup uh, there. I'm back um, on the 16th with Ivor Cummings. A couple of these shows you'll see are earlier. That one is at noon in order to accommodate uh, the time change over to the UK where Ivor Cummings is going to be joining us. And then on the 17th, people mark your calendars because this show on August 17th with Tom Renz is going to be, I think, a barn burner. He is, this is what we're sort of calling the timeline show. Tom Renz is going to be exposing uh, with the, uh, the evidence to back it up exactly how long they knew about these things. Um, he's got a lot of FOIA documents. He's got a lot of, um, of real real hardcore data documents, um, emails, phone calls, texts that show just how long ago they knew that the things they were saying were not true. Everything from the fallacy of wearing masks to social distancing, to the damage that lockdowns would do, to the unnecessary uh, harms that were done to children because they knew kids weren't at risk and on and on. So uh, put August 17th on your, on your calendars now. And thanks for uh, for joining us. And as I said, Drew will be back next week. See you then. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help.